0: Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by InnerSpartan. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life-changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. We're your hosts, Devin. And I'm Mike. And on today's show, episode seven, it is our final parts of our chakra series, where we are going to get into the third eye and crown chakras. We'll discuss the implications and meanings of these two centers how they correspond with physical areas in our bodies, some healing practices for them, and more. So let's dive in. All right. do it. Our chakra series is, like, over.
1: I know. But we have a lot more coming out, like, on the blog, for example, and things like that. So it's not completely done yet.
0: Well, no. And, and like we've said all along, there are so many, like, subtopics in each of these. I'm so passionate about this whole system and using it as a means of realizing and, and creating true healing and whole being nourishment in our lives. Our third eye chakra is our place of insight. It's where we receive divine guidance, intuitive knowing, and the visions for our lives. In our physical body, issues with the eyes, sinuses, ears, nervous system, sleep disturbances, excessive dream activity or no dream activity, and headaches may suggest imbalances with this energetic center. Being up in the clouds, spacey, scattered, having an inability to believe in and receive divine insight, not trusting one's intuition, or having a lack of imagination imagination can signify imbalances in the third eye chakra as well. Children are highly imaginative and also tend to be much healthier than adults, and that's definitely not a coincidence. When we're actively engaged with our liminal space, the imaginal space, and have a strong connection with our intuitive wisdom, everything else in life flows with more ease and synchronicity. There's no battle. Things aren't hard. They just kind of However, finding this place requires a great deal of trust and surrender, and it's quite difficult to trust and surrender with unresolved wounds or unprocessed experiences that are stagnating energies in lower centers of our being. So once again, it's all coming back to the root chakra and that ability to feel safe. In more scientific terms, the HPA axis, or hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenal axis, which are endocrine glands, comprise the 6th, 7th, and 1st chakra respectively. So when our root is unable to communicate with our crown and third eye, or our adrenals are unable to communicate clearly with our pituitary and hypothalamus. Disturbances along the channel follow, and then other endocrine glands are impacted as well. So that's where we will see things like I've been saying this whole series, like hormonal imbalances, um, digestive issues, immune disorders, thyroid disorders. These are all connected and all stem from the root, the adrenal glands. So some questions to ask yourself, some questions to sit with. Do you feel connected to your intuition? How can you live more intuitively? Are you open to the wisdom that you hold within you and the belief that you can manifest the visions that you receive. And if not, why? And a lot of us are resistant to even receiving these visions in the first place. And then we have those old self-doubt beliefs that often stem from fear and an inability to feel safe that that let us feel like, yes, I can manifest these visions. And how active is your dream life? Are you able to recall your dreams? Do you extract wisdom and information from them? Okay, so just some questions to ask yourself and some affirmations to strengthen the third eye center and your intuition. I have the right to see. I trust my intuition. I see all things with clarity. I am open to the wisdom within. I can manifest my visions. And as I've been saying this whole time, when I talked about it a lot on our first episode of the Shocker series, the power of words and the power of affirmations are really it's not the hokey woo-woo bullshit I thought it was when I first started this practice. It's really powerful to to set that intention and to have your energy flow towards that which you really desire. It it shifts your entire system. Some healing practices and I these are probably my most favorite group of healing practices for anything. Um, And these are specifically to really strengthen intuition. And they really have like a whole body rejuvenative effect. So sun gazing. Sun gazing is really amazing for resetting our circadian rhythm and soothing and strengthening our pineal gland. And our pineal gland is associated with the third eye. And its job physiologically is to to regulate the release of melatonin. Melatonin is our sleep hormone. And that's also greatly impacted by the stress hormones that are released in our adrenal glands which is why sleep is greatly compromised during times of stress and as well as our whole circadian rhythm and one of the hallmark symptoms of adrenal insufficiency or adrenal fatigue is that tired but wired so a normal circadian rhythm we wake up we're energized we're ready to go and it tapers off and we're tired at nighttime and kind of the flip-flop of that is classic adrenal issues where it's like groggy can't get started in the morning and then have this second wind in the Evening and they're just like wired and ready to go. Sun gazing is a beautiful practice for, for soothing that. And sun gazing is the practice of gazing at the sun. <laughs> but first thing after sunrise, it's 30 minutes after sunrise and 30 minutes before sunset. That sunrise is the most important time of the day though to really soak in with your naked eye um, and not through a window, being outside, looking directly at the sun. And work work your way up towards it. Don't, you know, oh, I've never done it before. I'm gonna go outside and like look at it for 30 minutes straight. Work your way up to it and notice the effects. You'll notice more energy, your digestion can improve, your blood sugar handling will improve, your sleep will improve. It's the simplest nature's medicine at its best. So, sun gazing. Additional practices are using a neti pot. Those can be fantastic clearing sinuses out. Developing your intuition, using divination tools that really resonate with you. So, pendulums, um, a hu- being a human pendulum. Kinesiology, tarot decks, things that really speak to you. more. Med- Meditation can be fantastic. Prayer, connecting to the source, the greater power of your understanding. Expressive arts therapy. Automatic writing is a great practice. And I shared a prompt in my Facebook group last week that was really really well received. Um, An automatic writing intuitive practice. Dream work. So paying attention to your dreams, journaling your dreams, shamanic journeys, journeying with a drum or a rattle or along with a track that is specifically created for shamanic journeying. And anything that really gets you out of the rational thinking mind and into flow is going to greatly greatly impact positively impact your third eye chakra some herbs and flower essences again what is my favorite thing to say flower essences are not essential oils beep i feel like i need a little like i'll get a jingle yeah exactly all right i'll get that in editing <laughs> we have an episode all about plant medicine specifically flower essences and plant spirit medicine um I think it was episode two so give that a check so herbs physical herbs using physical plant matter such as Brahmi Tulsi passion flower damiana and mugwort can help reduce stress and the mental chatter that gets in the way of receiving divine insight and guidance and then sage flower essence is really excellent for helping us transmute experiences into wisdom and there are other flower essences as well that can support the third eye, but I'll mention them when we get to the crown chakra. So there you go. That's what I have for the third eye chakra. All right. Thanks. So I was thinking
1: about something that you had mentioned early in this is that the third eye chakra is the place of insight and it's where we receive divine guidance and also talking about how past traumas and issues in our root chakra can affect our ability to access and have balance in our higher chakras like our third eye for example. So just following the logic there that means that past traumas can make me not feel safe enough to open up to a divine relationship. I have a buddy of mine who's a Catholic, and if you ever want to test your own beliefs, have a conversation with somebody who believes something differently than you do. So he has very different religious beliefs than I do, but we're great friends and we really enjoy having those challenging conversations with each other. But one of the things that he laments is how people have bad relationships with their own fathers, and they project that onto religion. So when he comes around with this message of Christian love, love, people push it away because their idea of love and their idea of what a father is got all kinds of twisted up in their childhood. And there's a lot of other trappings that go along with any organized religion, but it's definitely something that I can relate to in my own childhood, not being able to trust authority figures, not being able to trust greater powers, which at that time was just other people. Other people <laughs> were the higher power. Yes. And if I couldn't trust them, then I couldn't trust higher power. And I think that's something that's still affects me today in an understanding of higher power or any kind of divine relationship. Something that I think ties in with the intuitive knowing is just that being receptive to unseen forces and to what's going on in the world that is beyond your comprehension. And that might be the workings of a deity or it might just be a movement in nature that is too complex for us to understand. So however you want to phrase it, the truth is that there are things out there there that are beyond your conscious mind and it can be hard to access those things when you're living in a place of fear
0: absolutely that's that's an excellent point and a been a beautiful piece of insight in a story that you shared to really exemplify this point and it goes back to what I was saying you know it takes a great deal of trust and surrender to open up to that and to even begin to kind of entertain the notion that like oh I'm not actually in control of everything because right. fear lack of safety unprocessed experiences and wounds and traumas they lead us to be in this this heightened state of awareness this hyper vigilance where it's all stemming from control I need control my surroundings i need to control what's happening so i can feel safe and that's all root chakra territory that's you know leads us into perfectionism and, and pushing too much which is all classic adrenal fatigue symptoms this illusion of control is complete and utter bullshit like we never actually have control in the first place i mean just look in your own body right now your heart is beating. How's it beating? (laughs) It's swimmingly. Uh, How are you digesting like these things that just happen without our control? So it can be a little scary to consciously accept this and it's like a big joke because you never had control in the first place. So that's where healing these, these old wounds can be incredibly helpful because trying to chase after this illusion of control is really what breeds dis-ease in the first place. So coming to a place of more surrender, it can feel scary and it is the, the way to true healing. All right.
1: So now on to the crown chakra.
0: Yes, sir. All right. This is our place of our most pure and highest self, our infinite expansive nature and our ability to live fully and integrated as human and spirit. In the physical body issues with the brain, cognitive disturbances, those types of situations may suggest imbalances. Being overly spiritual at the expense of one's 3D experience, or being cynical, rigid, dogmatic, or apathetic towards spirituality can signify imbalances in the crown chakra. Many in the kind of new agey scene tend towards, at least in my experience, they tend towards spiritual bypassing, where everything is cheery and elevated and love and light and expansive and we're all striving towards enlightenment. And this is absolutely part of the equation, but it's only half true. The other side of the coin is that we're in human bodies, and these bodies are our vehicles to reach this state. Underneath it all, we already are pure, expansive, enlightened, etc. And these bodies are having the experiences. In the bodily experience, there are lessons for us to integrate into a collaborative game called life as a human. We have to get into all the shit, all the challenges, all the pain, all the suffering, and it's from them from loving all of those pieces and working with all those pieces that we find our true gifts and we find our true and most high self. And again, that work begins at the root. So always begin at the root, work your way up, repeat. It's an ongoing process. It's not linear and we're never complete. So I leave you kind of with these questions from the crown chakra and I invite you to go back to the ones from the root and kind of compare the two side by side because this is like, they're Streams of each other. There's two sides of the same coin. So the root is like the most basic human, and the crown is like this kind of high self of love and light and divinity and spirit and source. So, what beliefs do you carry that prevent you from? fully embodying your higher self and you know if higher self doesn't resonate with you whatever does so your ideal self right i was just going to say that great minds think alike your ideal self your soul self your spirit your goddess or god essence whatever that means where in your life are you overly attached to something that's no longer serving you so this could be a belief a habit a relationship um your relationship with food your relationship with social media consumption whatever that. Is Am I open to a power greater than myself? And if not, why? Some affirmations for the crown chakra. I am still and I know. The world is my teacher. I am guided by spirit. Information I need comes to me. I trust the flow of the infinite. And healing practices, you'll notice that the healing practices I'll share, as well as the herbs and flower essences for the crown chakra are very similar to the third eye chakra. So some healing practices for this is to develop one's spirituality. And spirituality can definitely be a loaded concept. It is very different from religion. So spirituality is your relationship with the unknown, the unseen, those those things that you don't actually have control over in the first place, what makes the sun rise and set, what makes your heart beat by itself. So this kind of being open to this, this, this greater experience Experience of yourself and of life. So developing a spiritual practice. You can study sacred texts that inspire that in you and there are so many beautiful ones to to choose from, my goodness. Um, If you are noticing that you are more on the maybe rigid, cynical spectrum, so that would suggest a deficient crown chakra, that's where spirituality practices can be really supportive. If you tend towards the other side with crown chakra that's kind of more excess and you're a little more in the clouds and esoteric at the expense maybe sometimes of your 3D existence, than doing some physical body work. And I've shared a lot in the um, episodes that delve into the root sacral and solar plexus chakras. There's a lot of beautiful physical body exercises and practices in there. And really just allowing yourself to be in stillness and silence to hear and receive what it is that you need in any given moment and who you really are and kind of life's big questions. When we're going all the time as, is so celebrated in in this age that we're in, it's very difficult to lean into and hear those things. So giving yourself ample stillness and silence, it's very healing to the nervous system as a whole. So finding more safety and stability also can come from that, which is very soothing to the root chakra. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, the herbs I suggested for the third eye also support the crown and I would also add passion flower, valerian root, and lavender to the mix as well. And you can concoct your own delicious herbal tea blends, just throwing that out there, and you can sit with them while you maybe meditate, you know, that could be a really lovely practice. Um, passionflower flower essence and magnolia flower essence are really beautiful to open us up to a more spiritual connection and to receive and drop into a state of ease and, and surrender. So there you go go. That is the crown and that Is now the seven main chakras.
1: Yeah. So I have one quick question about the crown chakra. Something that I've seen a lot is what you were talking about with people who are spiritual bypassing, as you've called it. That's very accurate. I've seen that a lot. So I was wondering, how would you recommend that somebody check themselves for that? You know, because when we get an idea that we've got our hands on some, you know, high teaching or the right idea or we understand something that other people don't get things like that. It can be really hard to let go of those things. So how would you, or do you have any experience in that yourself maybe? Or no, I'm perfect. perfect. Right. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. I've never had any issues whatsoever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that's where it all comes back to remembering that you're a spirit having a human body experience and you're a human body having a spiritual experience. So living from a very conscious and curious place and always be checking in with yourself so that you're kind of observing and you're never being too absorbed in one or the other, being too absorbed in the spirit side of you or being too absorbed in the human side, letting the ego run amok. It, you know, I, I always like to say I live in a constant state of self-inquiry not out of punishment or out of like oh I have to watch myself but just out of like sheer fascination curiosity just exactly sheer curiosity and fascination at the shit that goes on in my brain and in my body and in the sensations and just like the energetics of my life so I I really aim to to make love to all parts of me every day the spirit side of me and the human side of me so I think really having a well-rounded daily practice that touches in on all sides to answer your question so something daily that tends to your human and something daily that tends to your spirit side and it doesn't have to be crazy you know you don't have to meditate for five hours every day it could be something that gets you really embodied so you're really noticing and And feeling into your human and what emotions are present for you taking yourself through a four level check-in and I have a great blog post on my website about that where you're checking in with your physical emotional mental and spiritual needs and current state and then also having having the spiritual practice so a meditation practice of some physical activity being being a well-rounded individual and always taking the mental chatter just with a grain of salt and really working to be the observer because like I said we are fascinating creatures and I could just I mean I I do I'll just watch myself sometimes and it's just like wow did that really just go through your head or like oh my gosh that sensation in my body is amazing or wow that intuitive hit was just unreal I mean for the sake of transparency before we started recording today it's it's a new moon today and I'm definitely feeling it and you know I just kind of walked up to Mike and was like I need you to just hold me because I don't know I feel like somebody is like I'm a computer and somebody is just in my motherboard right now upgrading my system I can't quite articulate what I'm feeling right now it's more of like it's embodied and it's a sensation and I just need to cry and be held and I did that and then I had the most beautiful download and was able to articulate so that's me kind of dancing in between worlds and tending to all sides of myself and watching it all and loving it all and knowing that everything is temporary so those big feelings that we can be really scared of and we just like avoid those are the same ones that are causing you dis-ease in your physical experience by the way they are not permanent so dancing with them and loving them is the way to have everything just keep moving and flowing and it's so fascinating
1: so we have a few minutes left and as you said this is the end of our chakra series do you have any thoughts anything that has come up for you since we've been doing this because we've been doing this for you know, three four weeks now
0: mm-hmm. so yeah it is the the end of our chakra series and as we close it's really my intention that everyone who listened to all of these and and partook that you're really walking away with actionable things that you can incorporate into your life, whether it's some of the practices or just becoming more aware of these energetic centers and their physical and metaphorical implications in your life. And to truly, you know, my my biggest mission on planet Earth is to get people to rethink challenges, to get people to rethink trauma and stress and pain and dis-ease and healing and all of these things. And so it's really my intention that you have kind of shifted your perspective and are maybe looking at Things differently, and are viewing yourself as the beautiful, multi-dimensional being that you are. That is this multifaceted, beautiful mosaic of human and spirit, and yeah, that you are touching into your needs more frequently, and are able to articulate them and and have them met, and that you are beginning to understand that the the gifts and the true healing and the true visions that you hold for yourself, the way to manifest those things is by engaging with these, these traumas and these challenges and this is one framework by which to do that so I think that's what I would have to say and keep keep revisiting these things you know if you haven't downloaded my guide my ebook it's on our website for the chakras there's some amazing practices in there and it's a lot of what we discussed and that way you'd have it in a hard copy and you can revisit it all the time join the Facebook group reach out to me with any questions or feedback so that is all the time we have today if you loved the show and want to learn more please subscribe to it Please leave us a review on iTunes, share with a friend, and visit www.innerspark.life to learn more. We would really love to hear your thoughts or answer any questions that you have about today's show. So please deepen the conversation with us on social media at Innerspark Life on Instagram and Facebook. And catch us next time when we'll discuss the seven pieces of true healing. So much love to you until then.